Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. So let me tell y'all about this phone call I got earlier. All right. It was from my son's father, my ex-husband. Right. And he asked, Jess, are you okay? Oh. And I responded, <laughs> I'll be fine. Uh-huh. And then he said, yes, you will be fine. We've prepared for this. Well, that's awfully sweet. Our son is only going to college. You will be fine. And yeah. it was very, very sweet of him to call and check on me. Yeah. You know, we're still friends. We've always been friends. But then, y'all, oh, he said this. You should see the finger pointing that's happening here. Okay. Oh, well, let me let me backtrack. Before he told me the thing that he just told me, he right. said, you are the best mom I know. And that really, it got me mm-hmm. in my feels. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. he said, okay, Jess, it's time to lower the helicopter. Oh, he's not wrong. Okay, first of all, I won't say <laughs> the on. things to you that I said to him. Let's just say That's I That's only in- because we're being recorded. <laughs> I know that. Okay, yeah. But, uh-huh. but anyway, let's just say that I ended up having to apologize to him for the things I said. <laughs> Well, okay, but, but but that hit a nerve is what it, what you're it saying. It did hit a nerve, but okay. it's okay. It's okay. We we have feelings, <laughs> parents. You're allowed to feel the way you feel. Now, listen. Whether you have a kindergartner or pre-K, or you're like me, and now you are an empty nester, and you have a child going off to college, yeah. you know all the feels sure. of how it is sending your kids out into the world basically you're sending your kids out into the unknown and there's the there's the worry factor yes. i finally have begun to understand what my parents felt yeah when i was 17 16 17 18 years old out mm-hmm. running around all on my own yeah that worry of are you going to make wise choices? Are you going to get into trouble? Yes. Are, are you going to do something? You got to be aware of your surroundings. Is yes. something going to happen? I get it. Uh, I am trying to not be a worrier as mm-hmm. well and just let her go. She's a, my daughter. Very smart, very capable young woman yeah. in a lot of ways. That's- a lot of other ways. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, my kid too. And see, this is the conclusion I've come to after I've, Cried my tears. Um, at the time this Jesus Fix It podcast drops, I am probably going to be on my way to do the college drop-off thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, cried my tears. I'm cool. But mm-hmm. just know what we've all taught our children, they're going to be learning. That, you know, God's not done with our kids just because we send them off to pre-K and out of our homes. Right. But... Um, I have to like share the story with y'all <laughs> of where my helicopter ish journey began. Mm-hmm. When my child was, when my firstborn was in kindergarten, well, when he started, not even kindergarten, he started pre K. Right. His first day of pre K, me and my sister got him all ready. He was so, so cute. Sure. Oh, so, so cute pinchable cheeks and everything. He had his little backpack. He uh-huh. had his little school uniform on. He was him. ready to go. Right. Standing there waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was at the bus stop. Y'all had my curlers in my hair. I know, not a proud moment, mm. but, you know, he was pre-K. He didn't care back then. Mm-hmm. Um, had my, my robe on and everything. Sitting in the car, 
Right. So no, you're not getting out. So nobody's going to see I wasn't all out. that. He was standing right beside the car. I was sitting in the car. My yep. sister was on the passenger seat. We were just waiting for the bus. The <laughs> bus came and I was prepared to let go. I was prepared. Mm-hmm. Just saying. When the you bus were. when the bus pulled off, I was I looked at my sister and I was like, nah, we ain't going out like this. Me and my sister took off behind the bus, followed the bus all the way to his school. All the way. But it it didn't end there. Mm-hmm. After we got to school, <laughs> I parked behind some bushes no. and I watched him walk into the building. Mm-hmm. I encourage you not to do this because yeah. looking back, I realized that was way, way over the top behavior. Well, you know, they call that stalking now, <laughs> right? Yes. There's actually a term for that. Okay, but tell your story about being a First time, send your you mean, send your daughter to school as a dad. The mature, composed, very responsible individual that Dads I am. Dads are so different on a whole nother level. So I don't <laughs> suppose that every dad did this, but I I approached it entirely different. Taking my daughter to school uh, for her very first day, I very distinctly remember. We had these long conversations the night before. Are you ready? Yes. Do you have everything you need? Yes. Mom is giving her hugs. And it was very emotional, you know? Yeah. So it was my job to take her to school in the mornings. Uh, My wife was teaching, so she was already at work, and I would, you know, take her to school. (laughs) So she's all set and ready to go. It's like, okay, pumpkin, you ready to go? Yep, let's go. Into the car we get, drive her to school. Pull up to where it is. You good? Yep, I'm good. Bye. She walks off into the building, and I, boom, I drive off. That was it. No kiss. No, she's fine. You had to coddle her a little bit. I didn't coddle her at all. (laughs) However, um, there is one thing I did happen to forget. Yeah. Keep in mind, I said my wife teaches, so she's already gone. And part of the instruction that I had the night before was make sure— you get a picture of her before the first day of school. I want a picture of her. It was tradition, standing in front of the door. Yes. Right? With all of her gear, ivory, the big happy face. Get a picture of the child for her first day of school. <laughs> I forgot. Mm-hmm. I completely, totally forgot. You would. And didn't, <laughs> didn't think of it until later. Because you basically told her to tuck and roll and get out. <laughs> well, I slowed down. You know, for the most, I slowed way, way down, right? And I made up for it. I got her all set and ready, standing in front of the door on her second day of school, took the picture, showed it to my wife and said, here, I, I, got, the, I got the picture. She's like, this is not first day of school picture. I said, no, but it's it's the picture. It's good. So, yeah, that's... We do have different approaches, but I would I just I didn't worry about her, right? Yeah. I knew she was gonna be okay. I'm trying to be that parent. And you know, it's so it's so crazy because when my firstborn, you know, he's twenty two now, mm-hmm. and when he started pre-K, you know, the world I feel like my mom and dad saying this, the world is so different now. But it yeah. really is because when he started pre-K, I thought Man, I don't know what I'm sending my kid off to. And now um, that I'm sending my 18-year-old off to college when we have 
COVID and then we have all the craziness and now we have monkeypox and all this stuff. Right. You really don't know what you're sending your kids off to. Yeah. And I'm looking back and I'm like, 22 years ago, I, wow, the yeah. problems I thought we had in the world then and I was just sending my oldest to yeah. pre-K and now I'm sending my youngest to college. I really should have chilled out. Well, you know. well, perspective, right? It's like, <laughs> like I really could have chilled out, but I, even then, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to because that's what we do as parents. Mm-hmm. We worry, we want to protect them, we want to shield them from everything, and even as a Christian, it's still uh, so hard for us to grasp sometimes that you know what we love our kids so so much, it, but we can't fathom. That as much as we love them, God loves them even more, and right. we can let go sometimes. And yes, it's okay to to feel the things we're feeling right now when we are a little sad and a little um, tender about mm-hmm. sending them off. And I was actually sitting in um, one of our team meetings a couple weeks ago, listening to one of our coworkers talk about how um, him and his wife are getting ready to welcome their brand new baby into the world. Mm-hmm. And his wife is due any day now. And you know when you're about to have your firstborn and you're thinking about all the things that you have to get done. Right. It's overwhelming. I want, I want to make sure I have this. I have to have this ready. I have to have this ready. And then after you're doing, thinking about all of those things you have to have ready and making sure your home is prepared, making sure you have all the baby things, but then it's all these other things. Am I going to be a good parent? Am I going to know what to do? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Right. And then he started talking about how, okay, I've got to let all this go. I got, I've got to give God control. I cannot control everything. I've got to let it go. You got to give God room to do his thing. Yes. And then it hit me. He's talking about letting go and giving God control when he's talking about bringing his brand new baby into the world. I'm sending my baby out into the world. I've got to let go too. Yeah. And it's just as parents, whether you're bringing your child into the world or sending your child out into the world, it's all about letting go and giving God that authority. Yeah. Like we don't have to give him that authority, but we have to let go and Completely. let God do what he does. And I know that's easier said than done, but that's something I'm trying to work on yeah. in my life. And the best gift we can give our kids is pray, pray, pray. And I know I don't have to say that, but just no, that's really important. Pray, though. pray, pray. And so like my prayer life has been so good. Elevated yeah. <laughs> these and, days, and it and it needs to be. Let me let me let me see if what I can relate here will ease your mind and, and others. Right? I did not become a Christian. I did not have a relationship with Jesus until I was late twenties. I'm sorry, like 22, 23 years old. My late twenty two. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means my high school years mm-hmm. were nuts. Okay. Yeah. There are things I did in high school and first couple years of college that I'm not going to go into because it was just stupid. I did some really dumb things. Same. My mom (laughs) was praying over me (laughs) on a constant regular basis. I look back and there are things that 
I was prevented from doing or protected as I was doing, whatever, I saw God's hand on me and my life as I look back. And so I know, I, I say all that to say this, God loved and looked out for me even when I was an idiot, <laughs> even before I had said, hey, God, you know what? I would like you to be a part of my life. My mother was still petitioning on a regular basis. Dear God, please look out for that idiot. He is going <laughs> to do something stupid today and tomorrow. So just keep an eye on God looked out for me, and God kept calling me. God, God kept laying on my heart, hey, you know what? I'd like to have a relationship with you. Why don't you... Why don't you stop on by the house sometime and let's have a cup of coffee and talk? And eventually, I did. So when you let go of your kid, understand that God loves your child more than you can imagine. You are praying. You are asking God's hand of protection to be on your child. God's in control. God is loving your child. God is watching out for your child. God is protecting your child the way God does for all of us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if if I were letting go of my child and saying, okay, I'm going to trust you into the hands of another person, then I would be worried because people, we're fallible. We make dumb mistakes. But we're trusting our child into the hands of God, who is perfect, who is all-knowing, who has a love beyond what we can fathom. And so if there is Anything you can trust, it's God. Even with your most prized, most mm-hmm. precious thing, your child. And I get it now as a dad. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's it, it doesn't get rid of all the stress. It doesn't get rid of all the worry. But when that worry builds up, you can say, wait a minute. God's got them. I can let go of that. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast with Seth and Jess is sponsored by Mardell Christian and Education Store. Mardell has the largest Bible selection with over 2,000 different Bibles to choose from. Best-selling books are 40 to 50% off every day, and all others are 20% off. Hey, I love discounts. Mardell has expanded their apparel department and now offers more Christian apparel selections for the whole family. You can sign up at Mardell.com to receive the Mardell emails and be notified of sales, events, and receive coupons directly to your inbox. Good to Go is another encouraging podcast you'll love. Join host Christian Suter weekly as he tracks down people doing good things for others. You'll be inspired and reminded that there's always something good going on when you search Good To Go, wherever you get your podcasts.